something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. Marvin Wilkerson, our master astrologer, is here. It's the first week of the month of November. I was telling Marv before this podcast, I literally looked at my calendar and thought, oh, shit, it's almost November. I had, And it wasn't even on my radar. This month has flown by. October's felt a little wild. What would you say about that, Marv? Well... What did I tell you the eclipse was going to be? Wild. Insane. What 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 was the words that I used? When the the lunar eclipse or the solar eclipse? The solar eclipse. I don't remember. What did you tell me? Well, I said this is going to be a tough eclipse. Right, a tough eclipse season. Yeah. Yeah. I so feel like the people head. the people have probably felt that. If if you're anything like I'm me, you've sure definitely felt it. It's been so I've I've mostly felt like tired this month. I just have this like I'm I'm sleeping so much. I'm just constantly just like feeling a lot of energy that doesn't even feel like mine. So I've been hibernating in my house a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hibernating. Yeah. A little well, bit. A cancer word. I know. I'm definitely <laughs> nesting. I will Actually, say that. The, perf- the perfect cancer word is nesting. Yes, that is what I'm doing. Nesting. <laughs> a lot of nesting is happening over here. Um, but today we were going to come on and talk about uh, what you guys will be listening to this on November 1st. And so the eclipse will have already passed. We have a lunar eclipse happening in Taurus uh, the last weekend of October. And so we were going to talk about that, the full moon that goes with that. And then the Scorpio new moon that we have coming in November, because as Marv just told me, the ride has only just begun. <laughs> 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 what do we need the people to know here, Marv? Well, so let's let's make sure that we do understand what a lunar eclipse is. Okay. You know, everybody wants to put as much power on a lunar eclipse as a as a big deal. You know, and um the solar eclipse is the big deal. I definitely felt that one a lot more. The lunar eclipse is a it's kind of like a sister eclipse. Okay. Um that forms an opposition. Um, and so when you're thinking of eclipses, you depending on where it lands in a person's chart, one part of the eclipse is going to be on the social side, and then the other part of the eclipse is going to be on the individual side. Okay. So eclipses forces to balance out our individual cells with our social cells. Okay. And so when we come up against a lunar eclipse, um, this reveals imperfections um, and problems which have to be dealt with uh, when the, so 
we we've got to make corrections and adjustments to get the most out of the solar eclipse. Now, remember, the solar eclipse is in Libra, which is all about relationships mm-hmm. and getting along with people, balance, um, breaking old patterns of way we dealt with people or yeah. dealt with conflicts with people. Okay. So this is going. This this lunar eclipse is saying. You know, we need to meet the needs of learning how to make win-win situations, I think is what I've got in here, Um, which makes it so important uh, when we're dealing with ourselves, but we're also dealing with society simultaneously. Mm. So if you're living in a macrocosm, you're also living in the microcosm, and all that's got to be balanced. Yeah. You know? We talked a little bit about, you know, all the stuff that was going on last month, um, the heaviness uh, that was going on in the uh, in the world. And look what's come up. Right. Um, You know, now we got another war Mm -hmm. that's going on. And this is not helpful on the individual left scale. because I mean, you know, the the mass consciousness is still part of our consciousness, and so whatever goes on in the in the macro is also affecting us in the micro, and it brings us down to be a it's a little heavy feeling. Yeah, I would say that. So okay. I felt that this whole um, Libra solar eclipse was just it was just a little heaviness around it. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, remember we talked about the nodal axis. Um, and that's what I talked about, you know, uh, the Cero series and the Cero series that started this off. That chart um, was that we, we were certainly going to be putting up with uh, some uh, old past patterns and some hardships mm. uh, that we were going to have to move through and master those hardships in a new way. So we had to we had to master relationships in a new way. We have to interact with people in a, in new, a new way. way. Isn't it interesting that the war, the one you're just referencing in Israel, um, is it such an old fight, right? Like that is a very historical battle that's been happening back and forth for, I mean, as long as I've been alive. And I... Yes. Um, I'm thinking about that. Obviously that's the macro, but then I think a lot, I can see this playing out a lot in my personal life as well as where, what you just said, the part about we're going to have to find new ways because it's like, we're almost having the same battles because we're still trying to operate with the same programming. And until we shift the narrative in our own lives and on a bigger scale, like we're just going to keep bumping up against the same thing. So it almost feels like that thing where you have to go in and there has to be this big destruction to then go, wait, we've got to start doing this differently. Well, and I mean, you know, that's, you're becoming aware of that. I'm becoming aware of that, but we got to get everybody aware of that. Yeah. That's the problem. So when I talked about the Cero series the last time, I said there was going to be huge obstacles and a lot of crisis. Well, there you well, go. I would say I predicted that pretty well. Yeah. Uh, because we this is a huge problem. Now, what what that what that um that Cero series was about was that we would have problems that would suddenly manifest, but they would move through very rapidly in our life. So if you think about, you know, just the shock of um, you know, Hamas going and killing all those people in Israel. And now it generated all of this crisis situation. And now we're just kind of sitting back and waiting for it to unfold. Right. So you see the, the inflection point was tougher and more important uh, is how we take it personally. What do you mean? Well, in other words, when it occurred, the heaviness was on us. Yeah. We thought about it for several days, maybe yeah. a week. But now it's kind of becoming, well, that's part of going on in the world now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of lifting in some respects. 
Um, so I like to think of um, the crisis that we're going through now and that we're going to, that are going to ramp up. Um, it, it's, we're, go, we're just going to have to go through the acceptance of um, potential crises and objects and, and battles come up, but we're going to have to make adjustments and modulate it to where, you know, it, we, we begin to move into an acceptance and say, all right, now how do I deal with this? So in other words, how do we deal with uh, the Hamas and Israel going at it mm-hmm. and the potential combustion that that could bring about? I mean, there's more fear mongering around it than what's going on right today in this moment. Right. So it's like, you know, if you stay in this moment, well, the conflict isn't as horrible as we could make it out to be. That's and it never turns out to be as horrible does. as you can make it to be. Right. I mean, it's really interesting. I listened to General Petraeus play out what it was going to take for Israel to go in and get to the tunnels and wipe out them. And, and what it was going to take for Israel to go into Gaza. And that was really complex. It was, mm-hmm. a, I mean, it was remarkable sitting, listening to a general go through all the possibility and all the scenarios of what it was going to take. And you, and you just got the feeling this is going to take a heck of a lot more than, than, you know, just going in and doing battle. Right. This is going to be a process. And that process, there's going to have to be negotiations. That process is going to force diplomatic resolutions. That process is going to be a part of um, what I what I wrote here in um, uh, this this lunar eclipse. This process is going to be about identifying the spiritual issues behind these social problems. Well, now, (laughs) (laughs) we know spirits in charge. Yes. We know that we, you know, we just part of the participation of what's going on as part of the spiritual process of human development. Mm -hmm. This is a human crisis. So I was talking to a client earlier, and I just realized that phrase that we all need to understand. This just isn't an American crisis. This is a humanitarian crisis. This is a human crisis. If spirit if, if spirit looks down here, they're not looking down and making Hamas bad and Israel good or Israel bad and, and Hamas good, Russia bad, Ukraine good. They're not looking at that. They're looking at humanitarian at a much larger scale and how it's going to help unfold evolutionary for not only humanity, but for each one of us individually. Yeah. So I, what I'm saying is this lunar eclipse is going to be about how do we come to a greater understanding of understanding a conflict instead of polarizing a conflict and understanding that we need to understand the realities of people that don't have the same realities we do. Ooh, that is a big one. Right. And so this is kind of what this is all about. And it's going to be six months of this. And now that we've finally got this house mess squared away, well, obviously this is going to bring up an even bigger squalor. You're talking about uh, states. Yep, yeah, because mm-hmm. this is, uh, I fully intend with the aspects I was reading in the United States chart and the aspects of this lunar eclipse moon that uh, we are going to have a shutdown and we're going to have greater problems with, than just that. I anticipate Joe Biden, the impeachment uh, hollering is going to even be louder I anticipate the shutdown even be more difficult. So I anticipate a lot of problems going through the Scorpio new moon as well as this lunar eclipse. 
And it's going to be about how do we internalize all of this, live our lives, maintain what goes on in our personal lives, and gain a gather a greater understanding that the drama that's playing out in the world doesn't have to affect us so horribly that we lose a sense of our own values, our own philosophy, mm. and our own relationships within our life, and that we start staying uh, a little more conscious of conflicts that we have with people. I think it's interesting to think about what's been happening in our country specifically and like the impact of social media. We've talked about it a ton on this podcast, but so much of what I feel on social media, and I know you and I specifically have talked about this, Marv, is just that people want to get on in order to try to convince other people to join their side. And I think the thing that I've realized over the last year is we've lost this ability like what you said, of holding space for differing opinions. And so we can't really, we instead of just getting on and being like, you have to believe this way, it's like going back internally to be like, these are still my values. And that's okay if Tom over there believes differently than me, but I still have my own value system that I operate within. And I don't have to hate Tom that he doesn't have the same value system. <laughs> Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Well, not only that, Kelly, it, it makes sense for what we've been fighting in humanity for as long as humanity's been alive. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about what religion is. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just put it in that context. I mean, you know, if I get a thousand people believe in what I believe and you only got 250, who's right? You. Well, I mean, that's been going on for eons. Mm -hmm. And it's going to, and so let's put this into an, another context. Okay. We're moving out of the reality of not only 2020 and the COVID, and of course that was going to make a different reality. We're moving into a new reality structure of the Aquarian age. Mm -hmm. We are now con being confronted with some of the deplorables, the underbelly, the unseemly, people that we are going to have to try to understand that 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 factions these factions have been going on since the inception of this country mm. and so are we, what does pluto do it brings up out of the underground all of the ugliness all of the secrets that we talk about in parties but we never acknowledge in uh, in our normal lifetimes. So now all of a sudden we're faced with LGBTQ. We're faced with women's equality. We're faced with the challenges against the black and the white and the ethnicity. I mean, we are really facing it now. We just placated it in the past. Now we're facing it. Now we're going to really be challenged by it. And if we're going to move into the Aquarian age as a collective, as a solid culture and society, as a solid humanity, hum humanity that's moving forward, well, we're going to have to start figuring out how do we converse to make win-win situations for mm -hmm. everybody involved. Mm -hmm. You know, I gave a presentation at the Edgar Casey Foundation in 1994 and I was talking about the Aquarian age. Um, the Aquarians is an air sign when all air signs represent duality. So when you're thinking of, of groups and the humanitarianism of Aquarius, well, you're thinking of two factions. What do you mean? So you're thinking of the, the apocalypse? And you're also thinking of maybe domed societies and cultures, protections of from the apocalyptic group and protections maybe from the um, the, the environment, the biosphere. Okay. So we're going to be dealing with polarities for many, 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 many years to come. And society has got to come into balance and in how to deal with this 
imbalance, these polarizing factions, we've got to learn how to deal with them the best, most constructive way to instead of it just being a fight flight. Instead of being, instead of fighting our way through this, how do we come more into an understanding? And I think that this is, you can look at this on a personal level and you can look at it on a, on a social level. Yeah. And that's what this lunar eclipse is kicking off. So I like to think of it in terms of each eclipse has its own personality. Okay. So this group of eclipses that started off in Libra has a personality of we got to figure out how to get along in relationships, socially and individually. And we're going to have to get along with people that we don't even have a clue at how they come up with their thinking. And then it's going to be exacerbated with the new moon in Scorpio. Because if, if Scorpio is anything, it's the <laughs> chaos of the universe. And it's got to be the polarization of what we're dealing with here and the spirituality of, of what we're dealing with here. You know, I read a book a long time ago um, called The Spirit Destiny by Trevor Ravenscroft. It was one of the greatest books I ever read, especially when I was opening up back in the 70s. And he And the book talks about it's the spear that stabbed Jesus in the side. But it also talked about the spiritual understanding of what is, a, you know, you've always heard that old saying, as above, so below. Yeah. Well, we just let that roll off our lips like it's, a, you know, we're some soothsayers. But the truth is, whatever battle is going on on this planet, is going on in the spiritual realms as well. So the angels are always fighting the ev evils on a different level and in a different realm. So this is not just a one-sided affair. This isn't just an affair from physical realities of this planet. So we can't be bedeviling what's going on on, on our planet. Mm -hmm. We got to understand that this is an evolutionary process, even on a galactic basis, but even bringing it down into from this, it's going on in a spiritual basis as much as it's going on down here on the third dimension reality. But that's why so, we're seeing it play out in so many different forms, even in your own right? personal life. Like I'm listening to you talk about all of these instances and I'm like, oh, I see that happening in my life. And I see that playing out on my friend's life. Like, it's very obvious right now. All of these dynamics are happening everywhere. Yes. And I guess what I'm trying to say is it's, yes, we're, I mean, we're going to have a tough year next year, as well as we're having a, a you know, a tough month here uh, with having to go through what we got to go through. Yeah. I mean, I believe, I mean, I would, I would be willing to bet 85% of the farm we're going to have a shutdown. Another one? Oh, yeah. Like the pandemic shutdown or? No, 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 no. Mm. Like the shutdown, shutdown because the government shuts down. Mm -hmm. You know, like the one we had with the Obama era. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to have another one of them. People mm -hmm. are going to freak out and kind of go a little crazy about it. Mm -hmm. but they're going to have to work it out some way, shape or form. Right. And guess what? They're going to, we're, we're going to have to make it a win-win situation to where everybody's going to feel good about it because it's not an equal fight. Right. So all it is, is polarity. And when I looked at the, uh, looked at the chart of the, um, of the, of this lunar eclipse, I mean, it's, it's it's definitely you've got a whole lot of energy on one side and a whole lot of energy opposing it exactly. But we are going to be going through one heck of a lot of oppositions to in our life. And we're going to have to figure out how to balance them. And so some of the things that I wrote um, is this is merging our realities with others. Mm. Uh, this is trying to understand our own habits and 
and attitudes and how they're formed by uh, the various, uh, not only just our parents, but how they're formed with uh, our bosses and the corporate job. How, how do we get to the, you know, believe in what we believe in? Mm-hmm. And so uh, we've we've got to get to the place to where we're we're going to have to work with each other, and we may have to go through some pretty tough times to learn the lessons of of how to do that in to in, for today, for this month, much less the Aquarian age. How do we do that? Like, as I'm listening to you talk, I'm thinking, and what's the answer? Like, what are the ways that we can start working together? How do we get people to drop well, their one defenses? of the age old spiritual truths that's been said by many enlightened beings is we've got to stop looking at polarities and making things good and bad. Mm-hmm. We make up the good and bad, right? Right. That's a that's a conscious choice mm-hmm. of making it good and bad instead of I bet that I have quoted La, uh, La Zoo about four times to clients over the last week. And I usually just say, let reality be reality. But the the whole quote is even more is even more stronger. Okay. Life is a series of natural and spontaneous changes. Don't resist them. That only creates sorrow. Let reality be reality. Let things flow naturally forward in whatever way they like. Now that's Lazo. The next quote down comes from the Course in Miracles. Nothing real can be threatened mm-hmm. and nothing unreal exists. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. 
a lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nothing unreal exists. I'm trying to wrap my mind around that part. Nothing real can be threatened reminds me of if it's for you, it can't miss you. Like that, I always say that to myself. Oh, I mean, it just expanded on just even past that. I mean, whatever you see with your eyes, nose, mouth, and lips and ears, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. However your brain wants to compartmentalize it and label it, that's what it is. Oh, I see what you're saying. But so why okay. would you why would you polarize it as good or bad? Mm, it just is. I always I always use the picture of the the wind coming through a window, blowing a glass off the edge of a table and breaking it into a thousand pieces, and the yogi master looking down and saying, "Of course." <laughs> but what does it mean? <laughs> uh it means the several different things it, that that and glass initially came from chaos it came from mm-hmm. sand we learned how to make it glass well eventually that glass has to go back from whence it came oh. what did judas say well what, what did uh the the, the uh I forgot who it was in the Bible that said, naked I did come from the womb and naked I shall return. So whatever is born is dies Mm -hmm. and whatever dies is reborn. So we're always going through a transformation of change into something new. But it's when we polarize it, when we make it good and bad is Mm -hmm. when the emotions come in of, you know, bring up your fear and your anxieties and the what maybe might be could be and the worries and mm-hmm. and so Pain. on. Yeah. It's what keeps us from being in the moment. And if we're yeah. not in the moment, we're nothing. Yeah. I mean, that brings me to the great Buddha quote. If you want to know the if you want to know the present, look at the past. If you want to know the future, look at the present. So you only have the present. Yeah. That's all there is. So I guess what my whole, um, I guess my whole presentation on this is just about dealing with polarities. We've got to deal with polarities, no matter how bad it seems to get on, 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 on the, on the big picture or even on the, uh, the, 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 the what's right in front of us in relationships it's giving us opportunity and we have to use this lunar eclipse to really make adjustments in our values our um our sense of philosophy and beliefs no matter where we got them from doesn't even make any difference at this point so, so when you say we got to look at that, do you just mean look at the things that aren't working, the old patterns, the old narratives, the the maybe the programming that we've brought with us in life so far and then see what's not working or like what you're bumping up against? I mean, give well, us Well, it's whatever you're bumping up against. In other words, if you're conflicted, that's what's not working. So how do yeah. you make it work? Yeah. Accu- accusations. You did this to me. Well, how did I create that? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm forever talking to clients about if we create the reality and somebody comes into our reality with a conflict, why did we create it? Mm. And so yeah. if we ask, if we ask ourselves that question, how do I take responsibility for creating this? Well, then we can easily find a solution. Yeah, why would because I have it's created in, that? That's it's in our heart. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't polarize it, 
making somebody right and wrong. Mm -hmm. And you know, I've talked about I've talked about the uh, Ho'opono Ono, the Great Hawaiian healing. Remember, we talked about that. Remind me. Well, that's the the little short saying. It's 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 a spiritual religion in Hawaii. Okay. Um, and it goes like this: It's you just simply say, "I'm sorry. Please mm -hmm. forgive me. Thank you. I love you." Mm -hmm. So okay. it's repentance. It's asking for forgiveness. It's offering gratitude and expressing love. So even if you had a situation to where you have a friend that's really sick. Okay. Well, then Hawaiians make that statement because a piece of you is part of connected to them and part of that sickness or disease. So that's how you can convey healing to other people is taking responsibility for whatever PCU mm. is sick. And I just think that's just one of the greatest ways to mm -hmm. really learn how to connect with people is, is to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, we only say that when, you know, we get called out on our shit. <laughs> we get caught. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but we really could, we could really actually lose it as saying for a helping others heal mm. as well. Can you imagine every, whatever every, anybody is going through that you care about? Just think about them. Put them in your mind's eye. And 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 try to see the conflict they're going through and, and make that statement. I'm sorry. Mm. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. You can't even say that without changing your own energy. Oh, it's so true. Because think about if you, if you have any beef with anyone and you have to say that. That's like in 12-step. They um, talk about one of the ways to get rid of resentment is just to start praying for the person that you're resentful towards to get everything you want in life. Do you know how fucking hard that is? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, uh, no, I don't want to do that. But it does, it does work because it relieves you of your own resentment. Oh, Kelly. <laughs> what, oh, you're so funny. <laughs> It's the truth. People I, would have a hard time coming out with that truth, Kelly, that you yeah. just laid it out, <laughs> honestly. Well, I'm that, just going to say what I know so everyone is That's lovely and appealing about you. You're just, you're just a no real filter. honest person. <laughs> Gets me in a lot of trouble, Marv. <laughs> all the humanness in it all. It is, well, though. Yeah, but it's true for all of us. We're all yeah. humans. We all struggle with that. We all have the same kind of problems. Yes. And so this is why, you know, the Scorpio new moon. So what I wrote down is the bravery of an imagined future. How dare we think of a wonderful future when all the chaos goes on around us? Right. That takes a little bravery. Yeah. Follow the impulses of the moment, tuning out criticisms and expectations of others. Ooh, that's a big one. Challenging oneself to break through your own personal inhibitions. Giving the spiritual realms recognition for physical expressions going on within yourself and with on within the world. And of course, you know, the identifying the spiritual issues, spiritual issues behind social problems, and the playful rebellion against imposed realities. You see, I, I, I thought that was a big one. Because of the word playful? Because, no, because of the imposed oh, reality. Oh, because it's not even stuff we've necessarily imagined. It's just what we've been taught. 
well, it's just what the government says, or it's just what our partner says, or it's just what our parents said. This is why we're 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 trying to break free of all the conditioning and patterning, the imposed realities. I mean, you know, start thinking of minorities or the imposition that women are being put through that's being imposed by authority and government. Mm -hmm. I just read a thing down in Texas. They're trying to guard the roads to keep people from uh, that are going out of the state to get an abortion. I mean, it, I mean, these are horrible realities that we want to get, we want to fix, fix them in ourselves. Can't even believe that's legal. That is crazy. Opening up the bounds of what is possible. Hmm. So we can't get there if we can't see it. If we can't imagine it, we it ain't going to happen. So we've got to open up to the bounds of reality. We've got to rebel against, playfully, against authoritarianism. Against the restrictions that partners may put on us. I mean, just that simple. I mean, what, what do we do when we have a, a spouse that says, I don't like that? So, sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Don't be shy, Kelly. <laughs> I'm just thinking if someone said that to me, I'd be like, I would definitely lose my shit. <laughs> that is not a way to approach me. Let me tell you that much, Marv. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. Okay, no, I will make it a fucking personal problem. <laughs> but you see, that's what we're talking about. I know. I'm not ready to let go of that one yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a little harsh, but it's also true. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, yeah. you know, people people talk about. Oh, well, partner, marriage is 50-50. Have you ever, ever, ever given up 50% of what was important to you and been happy about it? No. I ain't either. Yeah. And nobody else has either. Right. So it's never about giving up and giving in to what somebody else wants. Right. If somebody doesn't like something, and, and it really is a personal problem because you do like it, Right. Then you got to figure out, well, what's a win-win with this? See, now that reframing I can get on board with. <laughs> the first okay. one was a little bit too Capricorn for me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. <laughs> your, your emotional meter just broke through the top of your it head. It really did. It really did on that one. My head popped off of my body, came back on and popped back off. <laughs> you, you look like the exorcist there for a minute. <laughs> oh, like, oh, no, he did not. <laughs> This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts what's up everybody this is stephen a smith 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But we are going. We got a Saturn squared to Mercury during the Scorpio uh, new moon, and this is, you know, this is going to cause even more heaviness. And this is why I'm trying to make this as light as I possibly can, so that there there's an avenue to 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 keep things light. Yeah. Instead of getting all dreary and. Um, and that just kind of lowers your self-esteem when you start thinking of negative energies and negative mm. thoughts. Because thoughts are energy. And so enjoy thinking alone, but taking it to extremes, which is a which is a Scorpio thing for sure. Scorpio is the great loner. Mm. Right. But I mean, you know, if you take it to an extreme, well, then obviously that becomes a problem. Yeah. It becomes a personal problem, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be like instead of doing solitude, you're doing isolation because you're taking it so far. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. In other words, you've been in relationships. We all have been in relationships. And I mean, you know, when somebody goes quiet on you, yeah. And you know something's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, how long? I mean, you know, for me, it used to be one of the ways I used to battle in my earlier marriage years. I mean, it could go on for like two, three days. That you would just ghost out. That's what we call it. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just we don't talk. Wow. <laughs> and I mean, you know, this affects the other person, and the other person's not talking. So I mean, you know, look, we're wasting time. We get just right. a few years on this planet, right? I mean, you know, one of these days I'm going to die, they're going to die, and I'm going to say, Jesus, did I take every living moment that I had to love them, cherish them, and give them all that I could from my heart. And there's going to be times that you're going to have to say, no, I didn't, but I miss them, I love them, and I only remember the good times now. Mm. So, you know, we all got to be confronted with this in some way, shape, or form. And so, you know, we're going to have delays and and discussing matters that we want to discuss. Saturn's going to bring delays. Okay, this is um, Saturn squaring Mercury. Have yeah, you thought a lot about communication. Well, it's well, Mercury is all communication. Yeah. Okay. Saturn Saturn is about heaviness. It's mm-hmm. about uh, the construction of our consciousness. And so it's the tester, it's the discipline, it's the foundation. Saturn is heavy energy. Mm. 
I mean, it's the energy that's ultimately leading you back to the spiritual peak of the mountain. But you got to go through a hell of a lot of hardships, responsibilities, mm -hmm. and disciplines to get there. Yeah. So when you put these two together, communications and discipline, who wants to be disciplined when you have something to say? Yeah. You know, if you accuse me of something and I tell you it's your problem, you can't be going, <laughs> you can't be spin head, head spinning every single time. You got to say, okay, well, how do we make this work? How do we get an understanding here? Yeah. I'm hurt and you, there's your action. I mean, you know, how do we come together? Because I love you. I care about you. So let's make this a win-win. Mm -hmm. And then that, I mean, and, and then that draws you in. That doesn't polarize it. When I, when you paraphrase what I've said, I was talking to a client earlier. When, when I repeat, when you tell me, a, when I ask you to tell me something, and then mm -hmm. I repeat each step you tell me. Yeah. That's a hypnotic um, technique. Okay. I, you actually go into tech, go into hypnosis when somebody repeats back to you the story you're telling. Well, why would you want that? Well, it's a, because people don't remember words. Mm -hmm. They remember stories. Think about it. You don't, you don't, when, when we're done here, you're going to have a story. Yeah. You're going to remember my words. Yeah, that's true. You're going to remember all the sentences. No, I'll remember the overall sense of something. You're yeah. going to remember the story. Yeah. Okay. Stories make a difference. Mm. It's just like I tell, tell my parents, hey, how about just being a role model? Mm -hmm. Just be a good role model. And when your child grows up, he ain't going to worry about all the discipline, all the things you had to tell him. He's going to look at your actions. He's going to look at how you true. did it. Yeah, that is true. So that's what, that's what works for all of us. And so this square of the Mercury, uh, we're going to be disappointed with others in their ideas, communications, and thoughts. So we're going to have to deal with it. Increased rigidity to the ideas of of our uh, of views of others. They're not going to agree with us. So we 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 gotta we gotta find a way to keep the communications open, keep the channels of feelings and love open. I mean, you know, it's like when I said to you, "It's a personal problem." That was an emotional response. <laughs> But what yeah. if you what if you moved it down into a heart energy? See how much softer it becomes. Mm -hmm. See how your reaction softens. Mm -hmm. Because you realize if I'm saying that to you, I'm saying it, and I know it's going to be hurtful. But I must be in pain too, right? Or I wouldn't have said it, right? So. How, how do we come together and compromise by you understanding my pain and me understanding your pain? And if you have to soften it first, so what? Because mm -hmm. when I see you soften down, well, then that takes the edge off of me, too. I'm already feeling this energy in my personal life that has come up a little bit. So is that does that happen with new moons? Is it kind of like a building well, no, it's happening specifically with this new moon with a Saturn square Mercury. Okay. And then the worst of uh, yeah, the worst is yet to come. We also have a Uranus squaring this lunar eclipse. Jeez. Uranus is break up, break out, break away, and break free. It's rebel. It's rebellion mm -hmm. against status quo. So. <laughs> Rebellion is going to be a, a way of life mm -hmm. and for this new moon in Scorpio. And that's why I say you're going to be, I mean, this new house guy is certainly going to be bringing in his values and beliefs. And they are way contrary to uh, the, the liberal values and, and beliefs. 
mm-hmm. but you're going to have to deal with them mm-hmm. because he holds a third power. So it's going to be, a, I mean, you know, who knows how big the conflict would be. I would hope we wouldn't even have any conflict, but I'm sure we are. Right. Um, we're going to have troubles with the independence and freedoms of others' lifestyles. You know, rebellions designed solely for the removal of an existing leader. That's a part this, of the energy right now. It's oh, and it's God. exacerbated come Scorpio new moon. Oh, it's exacerbated. That energy is going to bump up. We've already seen it with Biden. We've already seen it. We've been we've been how many months now? trying to dig up dirt on somebody mm-hmm. and we can't even find it, but we know damn sure it's there. We know damn sure it's there. And I always remember what uh, a union psychologist uh, uh, wrote that whatever the thinker thinks, uh, the whatever the thinker thinks, the believer believes. Whatever the thinker thinks, the believer believes. Well, let me let me see if I can get that right. That's not that's not it. Uh, whatever the thinker thinks, the thinker proves. That's oh, it. Oh, that's totally true. I mean, if you think something, right. it's there's another. It's like cognitive bias. You'll find everything possible every note every whatever to make your point true but you dismiss all the other things right that could you know counteract that point but that's that's, exactly you'll be like no i told you see i told you this is how it's gonna happen or whatever we all do that yep and that's a that's the that is the psychology of it it's a cognitive bias Mm -hmm. we're all biased in some way shape or form Mm -hmm. until we move into a higher uh, spiritual authenticity to where we can start trying to look at both sides and accept the reality of what it is. Mm-hmm. And if we have to deal with it, deal with it. If we don't have to deal with it, we just accept it. Yeah. Ooh, there's a lot going on. I mean, okay. So just for the listeners, I always tell myself this with astrology. I do want to understand what's happening and coming and whatever, but this isn't supposed to be doomsday. As you always say, it's already mapped out. So it's going to happen regardless. This is just for if if you're like me and it helps you to have some sort of understanding of the bigger picture and purpose. I think that sometimes it helps me to know how to work with the different energies and kind of learn from it versus freak out and panic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I always look at astrology as uh, a prediction if it's going to rain, well, maybe it will or maybe it won't, but it would behoove you to take an umbrella with you. There you go. That's a great way to say it. It sure would <laughs> behoove you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marv, if people want to set up an individual reading, it seems like this might be a really good time for that. So where would they find you? They would find me at uh, email marvin at astromarv.com. They can find my website at astromarv. Dot com. And what a personal reading is, if you guys are new to the podcast that Marvin and I do, is he will analyze your personal chart. And so you can see where all of these energies might be impacting you in your life and your relationships and your learning curve, growth, whatever you want to call that, <laughs> just in your life story. Uh, Marv, thank you for being here with us. I guess we'll check back in next month and see what has happened. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. It's Ooh. Sagittarius, so it should oh boy. lift a lot of the doom and gloom. Yeah, thank God. One time I'm really looking forward to Sagittarius energy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the that's the party sign. Woo, let's go. Let's We're go. We're going into December. It's time to party. Let go all right. of all the doom and gloom and the heaviness. Amen to that. All right, Marv, thanks for being with us. And thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson, where we believe everyone has a little velvet and a little edge. Subscribe for more conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. Search Velvet's Edge wherever you get your podcasts. 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.